G'day there, and welcome to episode three of Journey on the GAN. I'm Michael Turtle from the travel blog Time Travel Turtle. One of the most iconic trips you can do in Australia is on the GAN, the luxury train that travels between Darwin and Adelaide. In this podcast series, I'm taking you on the 3,000 kilometre trip from the north to the south of the country and the stops along the way. Right now, I'd like to introduce you to a couple of the people who make it all possible, who are on board and always on call to make sure nothing goes wrong. You might remember John Brinkley, who greeted us over the speakers in episode one when we were just leaving Darwin. Over the next four days, we'll be travelling from the top to the bottom of Australia, a distance of 2,979 kilometres. Stopping at Catherine, Alice Springs and Cooper Peding. John is the GAN's train manager, the boss of the whole trip, or as he puts it... I'm virtually the, the mayor of the train. I've seen John sitting in his office, which is between my room and the dining carriage, and I've seen him going up and down the corridors. But he's not someone that most passengers on the train will have much to do with. Like most bosses, he'll deal with any problems that need his attention, but mainly his job is to make sure that all the staff have what they need to do theirs. Still, he's got a pretty good idea of what's going on everywhere on the GAN, and that's why I wanted to sit down with him for a chat. You seem to spend most of your time, when you're not sleeping, sitting in your office, doing paperwork, or running up and down the train. Like, what's a a typical day? I know that's a stupid question, because there's no typical day, but what is, talk me through a bit of a day for you on the train here. Okay, every day's a little bit different for me. I usually start around about 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll make my way through the train. I'll uh, speak to all the staff, say hello to all the guests that, uh, that are up that time in the morning, uh, say hello to all the chefs, see if there's any issues or any problems that I should be aware of that early time of the morning. Um, let the restaurant managers know that if uh, as long as I'm up, there's, there's hopefully not going to be any problems that they have to deal with. Now, we'll come to the restaurant managers a bit later because they have a really interesting role on the train. Uh, Anyway, sorry, I've interrupted John's answer. He was about to talk about organising all the tours that we do off the train during the stops. The tours are something that maybe people don't think of until they come on here because actually that takes a lot of time. How is that um, logistically to organise to make sure everyone gets to where they need to be and so on? Okay, so once we leave Darwin, we organise all our Catherine tours. But when we come into Alice Springs, it's completely different because we have people that are doing the Uluru Scenic Flight, we have people going off to Simpsons Gab, people going off to Desert Park, people going off to Alex Explorer. Uh, but the main thing is that I know how many people I've got on board the train, uh, know what their mobility issues are so we can uh, cater for those ones, and then start planning uh, what we call playing Tetris with uh, organised buses, especially uh, for Cooper Petty because uh, we have about eight buses and moving 300-odd guests and staff out to the venues, uh, it comes down to organising those buses. You're in charge of, sort of all the aspects here, um, except the driving, I, I think is right. Yeah? That's, yeah, that's correct. I'm not in charge of the drivers. Yeah. So what's the, what's the most challenging department? What is sort of the area that you find has the most sort of little, little details going on that can go wrong or that you have to worry about? Um, I think probably Platinum. And Platinum is the premium section, by the way, uh, that only has a limited number of passengers and some extra special service. Uh, Sorry to interrupt again. Uh, I'll let John continue. If I don't have the right 
people in there with the right type of attitude, you know, looking after our guests. Uh, you get a bad guest that comes on and they're not happy, and if they can't turn them around to make them happy, uh, then that becomes a bit of a worry because that would cause a, a bit of negativity. So I like to try and, and uh, console those guests, find out what their issues are, uh, see if there's anything that we can do on board the train to make it a little bit better for them. Uh, some of the things that we issues that we do have is uh, guests wanting forward-facing cabins. When we're a full train, unfortunately, uh, we can't accommodate everyone. John has been working for the GAN's parent company, Great Southern Rail, for 17 years. Before that, he was in the Navy. He started with Great Southern Rail as a hospitality attendant and then slowly made his way up to the top job. What have the changes been like over those 17 years? What have you seen on the trains? Um, the different level of services that we actually provide on the train. Um, when I first started, we had uh, what they called was red service, uh, which catered more for the backpackers, pensioners and... Uh, people that couldn't fly, that wanted a cheap way to get uh, around Australia. Uh, then we introduced our uh, top class level, which we have now, which is our platinum service, our gold service. We've had a lot of revamps uh, with our carriages, so there's been a lot of changes in our cabins, uh, especially in the toilet areas. Uh, before we used to have uh, a combalay system where they just pulled down a pan uh, for their toilet, uh, which was uh, yeah, not very good. And then um, they've uh, refurbished all, all the uh, bathrooms, so there's now a proper sized toilet in there with shower facilities. You must have uh, seen some some weird things, some funny things over the years. What is there a story or two that you can share with me about something particularly strange that happened? Uh, that's a tricky question. How do I answer that without getting is, is, trouble? Is the tricky bit that I said, can you share, not has it happened? <laughs> um, we always have tricky situations. You know, we have had um, uh, guests that have opened the doors up on the attendants uh, to accept their coffee in the morning fully naked, uh, or we've had uh, staff members uh, knocking on to find out where guests are, and uh, yeah, the guests are rather busy doing other things. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, guests are well behaved and there's not too many antics. That makes me wonder, have you ever left someone behind somewhere? Not intentionally. <laughs> well, I'm sure you didn't do it intentionally. Um, with our expedition trains, uh, we know everyone's off on excursions and tours and some may even want to do their own thing. So when uh, guests come back to the train, we have uh, our attendants, we only have certain doors open and our attendants are on the doors and they actually ask the guests what room they're from. So before we depart a destination, I get all those sheets, I make sure that everyone's back on board the train. Uh, if someone hasn't had their name ticked off, I check to make sure if that room is being used or how many people are in that room. If they're not there, then uh, I radio that section and get the staff member to actually find uh, where that guest is and nine times out of ten that they're on board the train or they've reboarded through a different door. You're not going to tell me about the times you've left people behind are you? <laughs> no they chose they chose to stay behind. <laughs> okay. So John's focus is on the people, the guests and the staff but someone needs to look after the actual train. That man is Wayne Lehman. He is the train's technician and he's responsible for looking after and fixing everything technical except the locomotive at the front. 
you've got all the uh, brakes and everything under the train you've got water raising equipment you've got uh, PAs paging systems air conditioning refrigeration bay marie's and you can go on and on and it's like a little city so you would almost never see wayne and you probably wouldn't even know he exists it wasn't until i asked john about technical stuff that he said he'd introduce me to him but wayne is always busy somewhere there's a lot going on which means a lot so, that can go wrong uh, probably on a darwin trip even though um people would not even realize that I've done more than one job or even any I'd possibly get 80 jobs from Darwin from Adelaide to Darwin and Darwin back to Adelaide a train looks like a big piece of very complicated equipment to me what's it like being a technician on a train like this uh, it's very interesting the 12 years that I've been here the um, you always get a different fault like there's no one trip where you um, have repetitive stuff most of it's something completely different all the time and they're always putting new equipment on and you know everything's new and then you uh, you know have different problems and all that sort of thing but basically it's pretty good fun yeah. are you saying that if you weren't here we wouldn't make it to the other end well i actually had one of the train managers talk to me one day and he said that if the if he didn't turn up for work they would be able to get someone else to just jump up and take his place but if a train technician um, didn't turn up for work then the train wouldn't go yeah what's sort of over the years the most serious thing maybe that you've had to deal with brakes sound pretty serious to me but are there things <laughs> even worse than that well the power issue is the one where we have had uh, several times where uh, the power has failed so therefore if you've got no power you don't have too much going right so uh, um, but we've got it fixed so we haven't ever had anything that we couldn't fix but um, yeah the power's a big issue we also hit a cow one day which wiped out a uh, couple of carriages underneath the train the whole system we had to get a plumber to come in in Alice Springs and give us a hand to make up new pipes and uh, re-plumb the whole undercarriage of, of uh, a couple of carriages. And in case you're wondering, spoiler alert, we thankfully don't hit any cows on our trip. Working on the GAN is a job, sure, but it's not an ordinary job. And for those who work on the train, that's part of the appeal. You can tell that Wayne Lehman still loves coming on board. Probably the most interesting thing is that your clientele or your guests are always different every train. So every time you come out on the train, you've got different people to talk to, different stories that happen and uh, they can tell you about. Um, and that's really interesting. And for John Brinkley, well, it's the guests as well. But he loves seeing what happens to them over the length of the trip. I find a lot of times it's um, you could have complete strangers at the beginning of the trip and then they're best of friends by the end of the trip. This GAN expedition goes for four days and it's probably the longest uh, service that we do uh, where guests are together, getting off the train, doing tours and everything else. And uh, with the restaurant managers, they can see if there are guests that do gel, so I'll try and sit them with people they're happy with. I've already promised that I'll tell you more about the restaurant managers and how they help create these new friendships. That's for a bit later in the series though. 
For now though, I'm going to get ready for our arrival in Alice Springs and the tours that we'll be doing there during the day. I'm going on one that I'm pretty excited about. Next episode, a very special side trip. I'll take you on a scenic plane ride from Alice Springs to Uluru and we'll get to explore on the ground, around the rock, and feel why this is the spiritual heart of Australia. I just love the colours. I love how beautiful it is. It's big and it has a presence. When you get up close, it, it looms in front of you. It's large and it, it is, it's powerful. It, you know, it feels, it feels very special when you're up close. Seeing Uluru up close is coming up on the next episode of Journey on the Gam. In the meantime, it would be great if you could subscribe and review the podcast. And also, feel free to share it with anyone you think might enjoy a trip like this. I'm Michael Turtle from the travel blog Time Travel Turtle. Speak to you soon.